Africa and killed the guy. And they said it's okay. Why? Just because of politics and politics. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The Lord will just help us in Jesus' name. The Lord will help us. The Lord will give us uh, grace. <laughs> Let me just continue. Okay, so you and the, okay, 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 okay. So you and the High Council should ask them, and they will kill him on the way. Yeah, verse sixteen. Now watch this. God is always ahead of the enemy. God is always if several steps ahead. But Paul's nephew, his sister's son, heard heard of their plan and went to the fortress and told Paul. Paul called one of the Roman officers and said, take this young man to the commander. He has something important to tell him. Now, the Lord, when they are planning evil against you, when they are planning things, the Lord will send ambushments in their camp. The Lord will put someone in that camp to reveal to you this is their plan. The Lord will put someone in that, in that camp. The Lord will put someone in that camp. Now watch what Paul said. Paul didn't review what Paul didn't review what, what the boy told him to the to the guards because they are not the decision maker. And see, you need we need to understand some leadership stuffs here. Those that are not the decision makers, they cannot um, um escalate. So he escalated the matter to the decision maker. Take him, take this boy to the commander. He has something to tell him. He didn't say they're not going to kill you. Please let me tell your commander. Maturity, balance. So um so the officer, uh, uh, so the officer did explaining. Paul, the prisoner, called me over and asked me to bring this young man to you. He has something to tell you. So he told the commander, and the Lord, uh, 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 as God will have it, um, the commander said, "Don't tell anybody." He understood, um, uh, and uh, so let's let's just move forward. Uh, okay. So then, number verse twenty-three. Let's just go to verse twenty-three. Now, what? These were the people that was that last, just the last chapter, the previous chapter. They wanted to start torturing Paul until he told them he was a, a, a Roman citizen. Now, watch what these guys are doing. The commander called two of his officers and ordered, "Get two hundred soldiers ready to leave for Caesarea at nine o'clock tonight. Also, take two hundred spearmen and seventy mounted troops. Look at it. The enemy brought forty soldiers." To who had sworn to kill Paul, not to eat, not drink, or they killed Paul. Now, when God was to protect Paul and escort him out, 200 soldiers, 200 spare men, 70 troops, 470 to counter your 40. So when the enemy take, when the Bible says, when, when the enemy comes in one way, they shall flee in seven ways. This is just, I mean, this is just a physical, typical um, representation. The enemy was planning on 40 troops. When God was to protect Paul, he protected with 470 people uh, and soldiers. Now, provide horse for Paul to ride. A prisoner, a supposed prisoner, someone that was supposed to be flogged and be tortured, should be riding on horse and get him safely to Governor Felix. Then he wrote this letter and um, he explained to... Uh, Okay, let's let me just read a, a, a few parts of the letter because uh, we're almost at the end of uh, of that chapter. Uh, then he wrote the letter to governor from Claudius Lysia. Uh, it's your excellency. This man was seized by some Jews. They were about to kill him when I arrived with the troops. When I learned he was a Roman citizen, I removed him to safety. So he's trying to politics here. He's trying to just know that Ogao and Suluyao. Okay, okay, okay. Verse twenty-eight. Then I took him to the high council. Try 
to try and learn the basics of the accusation against him. I soon discovered it was something regarding their religious law, certainly nothing worthy of imprisonment or death. So you understand that these guards and commanders, they have nothing to gain or to lose. They are not in any way interested in, in Paul or whatever. They have nothing to gain or to lose. They are not interested in your religious laws. So it's to them is nothing. So and he com confirmed this thing has nothing to do with imprisonment or death. But why are you still imprisoning him? Okay, we can argue here that case okay, for his protection, they will have killed him and things like that. Fine, but let's read ahead. So he, he, he just told him what he did. Um, so, and then the last verse, uh, Felix said, okay, I will, I will hear my, your case myself after your accusers arrive. The governor told him. Then the governor ordered him to be kept at Herod's headquarters. So, Herod's is, is a prison, no, not just Herod's, it's a prison at Herod's headquarters. But let's go ahead. Um, okay, let's see how long we have left. Okay, uh, we have, okay, we can still do this uh, before we finish. Okay, so five days later, Ananias, the high priest, arrived, uh, and some Jewish elders, uh, we had the case myself when your accusers arrived. Okay, okay, okay. Five days later, okay. Okay, uh, verse 20, uh, chapter, uh, verse, chapter 24, verse 1. Five days later, Ananias, the high priest, arrived with some Jewish uh, elders and the lawyer, Tertullius, to present their case against the governor. So they had a lawyer. Good one. Great one. Just watch. Every lawyer, every accuser hired against you. The lawyer was not there. The lawyer would add nothing. No, the lawyer was just everybody hired to raise a false witness against someone today. The Lord will frustrate that plan tonight. The Lord is telling me they are hiring. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a um, conspiracy to hire false witness against some people. Just you're going to see what the, this lawyer is going to say. He was not there. He just presented a case on. In fact, some or some other uh, 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 translations call him an orator. Who is an orator? Someone who is gifted with words. So they want, they brought someone who will sugarcoat the the accusations. He doesn't have. He was not there. He's not. It's not. He's not. He doesn't have anything to lose or to gain. He's not a stakeholder in the whole matter. But they brought him to to help them sugarcoat it, to help them make it big. Everyone that has been hired. To bring an raise an accusation against you, the Lord will frustrate that plan tonight in the name of Jesus. So, uh, when Paul was called in, Tertullus presented the charges against Paul in in the following address to the governor: Your Excellency, we have provided you have provided long period of peace for us and Jews with foresight. You have enacted reforms for us. So, like Esa, like first psych his head, the governor said. For all this, we are very grateful to you. But I want to, I want, I don't want to bore you with. So please give me your attention for only a moment. But found this man to be a troublemaker who is constantly stirring up riots among Jews all over the world. He's a ringleader of a cult known as the Nazarenes. Furthermore, he was trying to desecrate the temple when we arrested him. You can find the truth, find out the truth of the accusation by examining examining him yourself. Uh, then the other Jews chimed in, declaring everything Tertullus said was true. Okay, now watch this. The governor motioned to Paul to speak, so to defend himself. Now, Christians, I think we need, we also need um, 
um, to have um, professional ethics and watch what Paul's defense. Yes, Paul was a lawyer, so I mean, you shouldn't expect anything less from him. But watch his defense. Very highly professional. Okay, the governor demonstrated. Uh, I know, sir, that you have been a judge. Paul said, "I know, sir, you have been a judge of Jewish affairs for many years." So I glad, gladly present my defense before you. You can quickly discover that I arrived in Jerusalem no more than 12 days ago to worship at the temple. My accusers never found me again with anyone at the temple, nor stirring up a riot in the synagogue, nor on the street of the city. These men cannot prove the things they accuse me of doing, but I admit I'm the follower of the way, which they call a cult. I worship God of our ancestors, and I firmly believe the Jewish law and everything written in the prophets. Now, look at this division. Let's remove facts from fictions. Yes, they accuse him of trying to desecrate the temple. If he had not addressed that and was talking about his belief, it would have modeled up things. Number one, okay, you said I was causing riots. You didn't see me with a crowd. I mean, pam, 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 pam. Evidence-based. You didn't see me with a crowd. You didn't see me discussing with anybody. I've, I, then he started talking about his, his belief. Now, look at how the next couple of verses is going to also confirm that Paul is a strong believer in the Jewish cultures. He doesn't just believe that you should force your culture on me for me to be a Christian. Now, watch this. So, I have uh, verse 15. I have the same hope in God as these men have, uh, that he will raise both the righteous and the unrighteous. Because of this, I always try to maintain a clear conscience before God and all the people. After several years, I returned to Jerusalem with money to aid my people and offer sacrifices to God. My accusers saw me at the temple as I was completing a purification ceremony. There was no crowd around me, no rioting. So, issue. I, I believe in what these guys are believing. I mean, then why are you against him? I, I do understand. He's in the temple. To, you remember uh, about three chapters ago? I mean, two chapters ago, we went there to complete the purification. I mean, the Nazarene vow. It was, I mean, you, you guys are brothers. And that's the same thing that is happening in churches these days. We, you, we, the, the devil, in fact, someone, someone once said that the devil has, the devil used to be the accuser of the brethren. The devil has commissioned some brethren within the church to take over his, his, his job to be accusing fellow brethren. I mean, so, but the Jews from the province of Asia were there. They ought to be here to bring charges if they have anything against me. Ask these men here what crime the Jewish High Council found me guilty of, except for the one time I, sh I shouted out, I am on trial before you today because I believe in the resurrection of the dead. At this point, Felix, who was also familiar with the way I joined the hearing and said, wait until Lysias, the garrison commander, arrives, then I'll decide the case. Now, politics now started playing in here. Let me just read everything. Uh, then, oh, I'll just explain this. Please put your questions in the comment boxes, either on Instagram or on Facebook, uh, so that we can quickly just take your uh, uh, comments uh, before I wrap up. I have about 10 minutes to wrap up. So, he ordered that the officer to keep Paul in custody, but give him some freedom to allow his friends to visit him and take care of his needs. So Paul became like, they put him like under house arrest in court. He wasn't like a prisoner, prisoner, but he had a little bit of 
of of of freedom. People could visit him. That they could bring some things for him. So uh, a few days later, Felix came back with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish, sending for Paul. They listened to him as he told them about faith in Jesus Christ. As a reason with them about righteousness and self-control and the, and the coming day of judgment, Felix, Felix became frightened. Go away for now, he replied. What, when it is more convenient, I'll call you again. Now watch this. He also hoped that Paul would bribe him. So, like, you know, last week, we were talking about <coughs> the way the Jewish officers I mean, the, the Roman uh, officers, uh, military officers, uh, saw two people fighting and they just arrested one immediately without any, and they started to want to start beating him to start confessing. And I said that that kind of looked like a typical Nigerian police. Now, look at the king or the judge here asking for a bribe. In fact, we just saw if you're in Nigeria, I mean, of course, it's all over social media. A, not just a judge, uh, the, the head of Code of Conduct Tribunal. So the person that was supposed to judge judges or judge um, leaders, not just, uh, do you understand? So is judge, a, the Code of Conduct Tribunal in, in Nigeria is like um, a tribunal for leaders. So if you're supposed to, what, uh, if you're not doing well as a leader, if you didn't declare your right asset and things like that, he's to chase after you and say, you, must, you owe our people responsibility. Now, the, the head of that tribunal, was seen assaulting an ordinary citizen on camera. Is it that one that will not accept bribe? Look at it. Is it that is it that he's not rich? No. See, when people are not just contented, it was it was hoping that Paul will bribe him. Bribery has just been since forever. So he sent for him quite often and talked to him like a shake body now. And Paul too was not getting signal. Now watch this. After two years went by in this way. So Paul was in that situation stagnant for two years. Why? Okay, after two years, Felix was succeeded by Pontius Festus. And because Felix wanted to gain favor with the Jewish people, he left Paul in prison. Even though he had people that just want to frustrate your life because they want to gain favor elsewhere people that want to want to ruin your life because they are they are using your life to play politics the lord will take power away from them the lord will take you away from them you will not lose time you will not lose money you will not lose time people will not waste your time if there's anybody in your life's journey if there's anybody around you that is a time waster wanting to tie you down for two years for years I cause a separation between you and them tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, do we have any question? Any question, uh, Facebook or Instagram? Okay, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we'll put this on the podcasts and you can listen over and over again. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, next week, we will continue from chapter 25, and we're almost at the end of the book of Acts of Apostles. Uh, we have just four more chapters to go, so date 25 and 26 next week, then 26 and 27. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Bye.